podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Anfield Index podcast. I'm your host, Trev Denny. I am in a field. You know this. I am joined tonight by Lisa Marie Hannan and by the returning Carl Kopak, who's been out in the loop for a while. So it's nice to have Carl back. And the three of us are going to have a little ramble chat here um, and see where we go with it. And neither of none of us, to be honest, just so you know, are feeling particularly. Sounds like somebody trying to escape from their microphone. Oh, sorry, that's me trying to move to try this from my screen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, none of us are really in the mood for in-depth Liverpool analysis. If you've come here for that earnest type of chat, it may happen, it may not happen. I would put money on the latter being the case, but we'll see how we go. Um, and we'll start by saying hello to Carl, who, like I say, has been out of the loop for a while. Nice to have you back, man. Um, how are things with you in general? Uh, well, uh, another string to the bow in recent weeks. The reason I haven't been on the show is because I, uh, I'm i a footballer um, and I play on yes. Friday nights when we record this. So that's, so that's pretty much me out um, of that. And obviously I was Mountaineer last year. And as of this weekend, uh, last weekend, I am now a marathon runner as well so well, that, yeah that's quite a remarkable achievement to be fair uh, i think it puts your um footballing um and mountaineering career in in the shade you did actually complete a marathon there is no um um prestidigitation going on here you that's, actually did it okay matter of public record and what i will say about it is um uh the, it's a humble brag wherever i go with this isn't it really but um um you can do it you can run a marathon. Give yourself time. Stick to the training. You can do it. Because if I can, then absolutely bloody anyone can. Can I ask you something? Because uh, my experience with this is I got to the very latter end of my training. Uh, I got injured and then I never really went back That's the issue. to it. Uh, so I was running consistently somewhere between 16 and 20 miles um, at, at, at a stint in the tail end of my um, training. And I was kind of, I was kind of, I had one eye on doing a marathon. That was, that was the idea. Um, and I was told by people who were quite serious about it, that you never actually do the full no. thing in your prep. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I did. So, well, we did rather, we did 16 uh, then we did 18 the following week. And I thought, let's declare on 18. And a mate of mine who runs lots of these things said, yeah, 18 is fine. Um, and, but we thought, you know what, let's try a 20. Cause when we get to 20, it's a 10 K, then you're home. 
And the the mad thing about if you stick to the to the plan with these things is that 10k is like 200 meters. But if one, you know, once you're used to just doing the miles and the, you know, if you can calm your mind down to what I, I have the whole thing of basically trying not to tell, <laughs> trying to distract my mind from what's going on beneath it. Um, and, and honestly, if you get to 20, you can do 26 because the crowd does get you through. But um, it is just a case of, well, I know in an hour's time, this is over. Hour 15, if I'm honest. But um, yeah, so it, it, it is. Um, a strange thing the hardest part for me actually has been the past week because i'm not allowed to run because your body you basically can't run for a week afterwards and you, you can listen to your body but um i might do a 5k on probably tomorrow or monday uh, are you are you trying to tell me that you have a real um sort of passion to go out and and and, and do do a bit of a run well, it gets it gets to the point in your head where when I was thinking, to be honest, I had a bit of a panic attack before I started the race, thinking, "What the hell am I doing? I can't run. I'm the fastest man in the world. I can't do this." And then a little voice in your head says, "And you never thought these things would ever land on your head and think, and you just swipe them away." Is the first ten miles don't count? I can do ten miles. And then the second voice said, "What do you mean you can do ten miles? That's ten miles." Remember the first time I did ten miles, I genuinely thought I might die at the end of it. And I'm just sort of dismissing that thing. It only really starts starts from mile 16, doesn't it, this? Yeah, you've got to do 16 miles to get to mile 16, dickhead. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it, it really is. So, so, yeah, so I know I can run long distances now, and I sort of don't want to stop doing that. I might I might do a 10-miler every weekend. Um, wow. And, but, and, 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 uh, but I can't course, because you need, right. to, you, need, you need to restore your tissues and, you know, carbohydrates and things like that. This is my last question on it um, before I say hello to Lisa Marie, and we'll come back to it actually because I'm interested in this. But you, speaking of restoring your tissues, you you're a, a man of a certain age. This can't be too kind to the old knees, can it? No, it's the it's, it's I've got a problem with my foot at the moment. And by the way, we're coming to my football career because I scored a goal recently, and that that's that's an hour taking care of all that. <laughs> Um, it may it may be an embellished story to be honest. By the time we get to it, um, no, it's okay. I scored a goal. Um, yeah, but the, the outside of my right foot really started hurting in the past week, and I couldn't. I completely I couldn't explain it at all. I didn't take a knock in football or anything like that. I've been training okay, um, so that hurts. My right knee hurts, but my god, my quads. Not the day after. The day after that, that really hurt. Um, so I yeah. think this is the first time I was moving around today and lifting things and I was all right. And that was what, five days ago. Yeah. Quads always get me two days after a mountain. Um, and it's the, it's the, it's the coming down part because it doesn't matter how fit you are, what you're training, you're doing. That's a very wow. specific, repetitive, yeah. uh, intense sort of a, a, a damage. Yeah, but but one way or the other, they're just going to be sore, you know. But anyway, uh, we shall come back to your ongoing um, uh, multi-stringed bow there. And, Midlife um, crisis, I believe it's called. <laughs> 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 and we'll speak to Lisa Marie Hannan, who's so far from a midlife crisis uh, that it's untrue. The 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 yeah. calmest the calmest presence on the show, Lisa Marie. Um, every every week. Small an act, um, let me tell you. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, is is, is are, are the are the legs really going 100 miles an hour beneath the uh, water like a swan? Is that is that basically what's happening? <laughs> um, right now, yes. Um, work is even more insane this week than it was last week, but 
I, we won't we won't dwell on the ugly things in life. Um, but yeah, no, um, I have not run a marathon. Um, and if you can walk a marathon, then I might do that one day. I don't run. Yeah, I've told you guys can. that before. <laughs> I will walk. I will walk forever, but I do not like to run. Because, you know, do you walk forever? I, I, I've never really inquired this. I don't know this about your life. Are um, you inclined towards any kind I, of, um, you know, I've kind of gotten out of the habit. I was I was doing very well about taking some nice walks and everything, but I've, I've kind of fallen out of the habit. Now, I will say there was a day when we were on our trip over there in your lovely land. We walked. <laughs> I walked 20 miles around Dublin one day. Wow. Okay. Back, forth, and everywhere. So yeah, I mean, so I, I was halfway or more than halfway to it to a marathon at that point, wasn't I? So yeah, um, and that, that day I did feel it. My my feet were hurting a bit, but um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm not one for I'm not one for running, but but I don't, and and I never really have been. Um, so anyway, and of course right now I'm sure my hip would not appreciate it because we talked about how I. <laughs> Well, yeah, there is yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, there is that. <laughs> Probably you best. Get that to work back into working order before we start doing anything. Um, but yeah, although I think are you, it, are you still, are yeah, you still I'm still doing, doing physical, physical therapy. Yeah. yeah, I've got one more week supposedly. Um, okay. And while it is better, it's there's still pain. So I don't know if they're going to want me to do more or if they're going to want to try something else. I don't know. I guess we'll talk about that next week. So, mm, mm, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Uh, but the sun is out here in lovely Middle Tennessee today. Bit cool, um, but that's OK. I'd rather that. And um, we haven't had any tornadoes so far this week. So that's that's good. <laughs> so far this <laughs> week. Honestly, like that, like that, just Not for us. Yeah. There were there were some very bad ones in Arkansas earlier in the week. Um so yeah, it's it's spring. It's spring in the south, and that just means thunderstorms and tornado warnings. Yeah, I've been listening to quite a few people talking about those and some of the various shows that I listen to with people happen to be based in that region, and it does sound uh, quite um, intense to say the least. So yeah, uh, Friday before last in the evening we did we had a very ugly round of storms coming through and. Mary, Kristen, Paul, and I were the ones at home. And so we spent about half an hour in one of the closets because it was it, – <laughs> my husband's like, did you hear the sirens? I'm like, I couldn't hear the sirens if they were going off between the rain and the thunder and the, uh, you know, and the wind. So, you know what? We sat in the closet for half an hour until it, until the worst of it passed. I'd rather, hang on, I'd rather hang do on, that. Hang on. You sat, you sat in a closet. It was a walk-in closet. Um, well, it's what you do because they tell you you're supposed to be in the center part of the house. Right. You know, if if it's bad. Yeah, I mean, so yes, and one of the cats was with us. We couldn't find the other one, and of course, so the kids were like, "Oh, so you like Cece better than you like Max?" I'm like, "I couldn't bloody find Max." <laughs> I was not going to die looking for the cat. Um, so, yeah, but no, that's what they tell you. And, you know, now a lot of times, especially, you know, in more populated areas, they do have sirens that'll go off if one has been spotted so that you can seek shelter. And uh, but, yeah, you you just kind of have some, nowhere around us has basements. Um, you know, there are parts of the country where you have like a basement. And obviously, that's the better place to go. But we don't have basements around here. 
So you kind of have a place in your house and usually it's, you know, a bathroom or a closet that is your safe spot to go for, for tornadoes. So, so we were in my husband's closet. (laughs) I'll tell you what, Carl, we can't relate to this at all. Can we, man? This is just, uh, yeah, I've got got a friend in South Carolina who just every year just says, yeah, we're just on the road now because we're, we're, our house may not be there tomorrow. Oh yeah. Um, Then then there's hurricanes. Yes. Now those, you know, are coming, you know, nowadays. Because, you know, you know, a week ahead of time. But yes, that's that's a whole other thing. But yeah. (laughs) Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must have fan threads. Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Well, if, if it's any consolation, I wasn't exactly hiding in my closet, but I was, di- I was actually doing the exact opposite. Not one, not two, but three nights since I last spoke to you guys uh, on this show, I heard loud banging noises. And remember, I kind of famously live in the field, so that's not good. And um, I woke up to these noises and um, spent, um, you know, you, you know, that thing where you grab whatever vaguely resembling a weapon thing that you have. <laughs> and uh, I do happen to have a collection of little sort of fold out knives that I use in the garden and stuff like that. So I had one of those in my top drawer and I was basically like going, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this is a universal experience. I was basically going room to room, uh, you know, <laughs> going to a room clear, next one clear. <laughs> and you you know, you're, <laughs> you're working your way through the house because this got awful noise. What was it? Was it in the house or outside the house? And then uh, you're doing the lap of the house outside, uh, which is not ideal way to be getting uh, any rest because you're kind of unsettled by it. I, I still don't know what it was. Um, I hope that's the end of it. But I was pretty convinced at one point, someone was actually sort of around the place. So Where was the cat? What was the cat doing? The cat was not capable of creating noises like this. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, this I can assure you. No, this was this was um, this was like what the the noises they say uh, Bigfoot makes. It was those kind of noises, oh, gotcha. banging sort of. Do you think uh, someone might have been trying to get to your hats? Uh, it had crossed my mind, Carl. Yeah. First thing you think of, it's it's the old Sherlock Holmes thing, isn't it? Um, if a house is on fire, um, um, a, a, a woman's reaction is to look after the child, and a man is to look after his collection of poor headwear. Well, there you go. Right, it's, we yeah. we do. It's it's primal, um, and I don't. I resent the term poor. Uh, I have I have an outstanding collection of uh, head coverings. Um, Questions, Your Honour. <laughs> Uh, just a little bit of inside baseball there for you listeners. Um, I wore a hat and put on the camera on Skype specifically to annoy Carl this evening inside because he's a he's inside fam- the house. Yes, he's famously uh, he's famously upset by that. So I do I do like to rattle 
rattle that cage whenever we can. Now, I want, I'm going to ask you a question right here at the top of the show because I actually like some of the topics that you suggested earlier on, Carl, and we might actually have a go at one or two of those because they're not Liverpool-centric specifically. And I know from looking at your tweets that you're probably in the same mind space or headspace as I am at the moment, and I'm sure Lisa Marie is as well, which is like, what can you even say about things at the moment? And, and there's so much... So many disappointing humans flowing around saying things that I'd rather not engage, uh, to be honest, in any great depth. Um, but I do want to say right now at the top of the show, I would like to get at least one Reds related thought from both of you. Uh, in terms of something that you want to mention, something you want to talk about that's been on your mind. But before that. Um, uh, I would like to talk to you, Carl, about the other Reds, um, which uh, you mentioned in your little um, what's that message there? Your little list, yeah, uh, of of things that were floating around in your noggin. I could not help but notice, much to my delight, because I've literally just bought mine and um, begun prepping the beds for them today. I could not help but notice the word tomatoes. What's, what's happening here? Are you getting um, are you getting the 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 Downian uh, old man urge to plant vegetables? Well, no, if you remember, I, I always when I lived in London, I always had pots, always, and um, uh, did very well with the courgette, very well with the tomato. Um, one great sunflower, one not. Um, so I've, I've been thinking about you know you put your tomato, you basically get your veg in sort of four weeks after the last frost, isn't it? That that's supposed to be the uh, the catch-all term but that's all the problem i've got with that is it basically it tries to make out that i know when that is so it's, <laughs> yeah i know how do you know it's the last frost exactly yeah because i mean it's sunny here today but i had a jumper on but not a coat the park has gone back in the uh, the park was being replaced by a jacket so I'm, we're getting somewhere here and it, it's sunny outside at the moment but i wouldn't say it was yeah. warm no, you see that it's 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 all bollocks because of where we live. Everyone says St Patrick's Day that weekend or around then is where you put in your early spuds, right? So oh, really? I was, okay. let's do that, right? Let's do that, and and I do. I've done that for the last four, three, four years, and basically I'm out there minding them and putting fleece over them because the weather is still shit for at least four or five weeks, and it's very yeah. possible it's going to be frost. So uh, that's been just traumatic for me for the last few years. So I just didn't bother this year. Um, I'm going to do it now next week. Um, but I'd say you'd be safe enough. I think my tomatoes will probably go out next week or the week after as well. Yeah. I, I, now, you're, now you're in lovely leafy Norwich. Do you have like garden space for this? I have now. Yeah. I've, I've genuinely got a proper garden, which is all mine. Um, so we've got like a, what we're going to do is we've got a front garden, like an old terrace sort of, almost like a picket fence type type house, if you can imagine such a thing. Um, yeah. and I've, I've turned that over and I've been told that tomorrow I'm going to turn it over properly. That's the advice I've had from, uh, uh <laughs> um, what's that was another question I was asked. Um, I can see green bits, that's not turned over, is it? Yeah. Which is a fair point. Um, so we're, we're going to do wildflowers in the front. Um, I want sunflowers to border the fence down the side, um, to annoy my neighbor. And, um, I don't think I've got much room for um for, for actual veg as such because we've got quite a long shed. Um but I might do some tomato baskets for the back wall. That's what I'm thinking. 
And so you maybe, don't have a garden maybe like a cold behind, behind the house, do you? Well, yeah, you've got a, we've so, got a so proper you, garden in the back, but most of that is shed. I'm going to send the photo over to you later, actually, so you can see. Well, I'll do it tomorrow, actually, because I'm going to be out there all day um, with my work boots and my beanie hat on, because I'll be outdoors, not indoors. Um, and, um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, but, but, but Fee really, really wants the sort of wildflowers. She, she, she's a big fan of the flower, the wildflower. But, so to be fair, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, I've had those the last few years, just in a yeah, patch that, in the middle of That patch you had last year or so was so pretty. Trav. It's 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 just I I never thought I'd get to any stage in my life where I'd walk past something like that and smile, but I did every day because there was always something new. It's it's, it's actually even though you can't yeah. eat it, even though I couldn't eat it. Yeah, uh, that's, that's, I, I, I think I, that's my next it, stage. We're going to jump over that hurdle. It's nice, but I can't I, eat I, that. Yeah, I I um I, I I'd have a similar utilitarian attitude to most of the things that I grow. I wouldn't really be into that side of things, but that that in particular was um pretty cool the last few years. Um, <clears throat> this this shed has me fascinated. Like, what do you do with the shed? Is it just storage, or like, are you pl- have you got plans for this <laughs> we, we, gargantuan said, shed? Yeah, we we've just said. Well, it, it could be an office, but it isn't because I can't get electricity out there. Um, we, we said on the way up, because we've just got, um, uh, I've got my garden and tool sorted out. Um, I'll, 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 there's a long story behind this, which you won't go into now. And, uh, and I said, well, they go in there because they should be in the shed. What doesn't belong in the shed is our bikes, um, racks of shoes, uh, including basketfuls, like, you know, Arabian basketfuls of shoes, um, <laughs> and an awful lot of shite, including old Roy. Yeah, well, things. That doesn't belong in there. Apparently, I've been advised. Yeah, well, I've noticed. I have noticed a trend here that you do seem to take or take on board quite a lot of advice there, Carl. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. I'm very much a lodger here. As I Careful, careful. <laughs> okay, she's not here. She'll never listen to this. Both of you. I'm safe. Yeah, feedback. You- feedback is something prevalent in my life. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, 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 feedback and assessment. It's, it's how we learn, Carl. It's how we learn. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way we learn. Um, Some of you. L- Lisa, uh, uh, well, there you go. As, <laughs> as behind that sentence, probably, the I'm whole sure history. You... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, can you imagine? I, I'm hey, sure you're quite good. We will have been married. Sure <laughs> We're 24 years of marriage come July, y'all. Just saying. <laughs> Yeah, right, because because you've been instructing along the way. Right. <laughs> I get instructed uh, too, just yeah. so you know. It works both ways. And when people say that, always reminds me of that Bill Burr line, which is on Netflix. But the gig I was actually at where he says, how come after 25 years of marriage, we're still working on me? I think that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am. I am quite fond of Bill Burr, especially uh, especially on that topic. Uh, which, yeah, that was that was uh, comparatively. When was that show? Just that before, was literally just before lockdown. Yeah, it was right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that sounds right. That sounds right. I think I saw it on Netflix. I think I think it was a Netflix special or the version of it at one stage. Um, <clears throat> so with that little. Um, uh, easing into things that we've had um is there a specific thought in your head when uh, you think of the club at the moment lisa marie i mean what is the thing that you're finding most engaging good or bad whatever it happens to be at the moment when you think about it 
you know, um, I, I, you know, the thing that's occupying your headspace when you think about the club at the moment, because Jesus, there's a lot of choice, right? There's a lot of choice, but both, both, mostly, mostly not great, uh, and and some potentially hopeful. So, wh- 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 what is what is swiveling around there in the Hanahan mind? Oh, so many things. Um, not necessarily Liverpool related, but you know, I think it's just. Can we just have something positive happen? Something. A win? I don't know. Something. <laughs> it just feels like, because, and I think it's because we went into that international break on kind of a, a not very positive note. And there really hasn't been anything, you know, overall great happen since, since we came back. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I know I saw the pictures from training or whatever yesterday where Luis Diaz and Tiago were both back in training. So that's positive. You know, that's cool. Um, will they actually play on Sunday? I don't know. Um, I don't think Diaz is. I think. No, he's Klopp not. Actually said no, that Leeds, Leeds, yeah. um, Leeds. So, OK. But you know what? That's something to look forward to. And so that helps. Um, yeah. But it's just I, I do feel. And, and my overall mood has not been over has been, not been very positive the last week or so. So this is I feel like I want the distraction in a good way from the team, you know, as you know, they so often can can provide for us. And and I feel like, you know, I'm not getting that. And so that's just what I want. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 do you do? what do you do? And I mean, y'all, I'm sounding you, like my life is horrible right now. It is not. Work is extremely stressful, which, of course, um, you know, and it's a very busy time right now as with the kids in school and, and all of those all of those things, especially with Paul getting ready to graduate and you know all the other. So. So, yeah, but I you know, I think in the past. You know, like this time last year, you know, they gave us so many just sort of positive that, you know, we had those, the, the, you know, the, the two cup finals and, you know, and all the things. And I, and I think, you know, when I'm looking ahead, it's like, there isn't anything. Is there, is there going to be anything? And, and so what do you do when you you find, what do you (laughs) do when you find yourself, um, seeing stories about you know the potential investment or the firming up of the links to Bellingham and it looking a little bit more likely and I mean do you you derive any solace to those because frankly that's where I am at the moment is I can't take any comfort out of that because that's all shifting sands there's nothing there and it's hard to be excited about it. I have reached the point with all of that that I mean, I certainly hope that it's going to have, you know, something positive is going to come out of all that, but I won't believe it until I see it, you know, not until we've got Jude Bellingham or whoever, you know, in a Liverpool jersey standing next to Klopp or whatever. That's, you know, that's when I'll truly believe. And, you know, seeing him hanging out with Jordan Henderson on the international break or whatever, you know, that's, that's great. That's fantastic. But that's not him signed for Liverpool. So. Um, well, that's all wonderful and, and it kind of gives you a little bit of hope, 
I I have reached the point with all of that that I'm I certainly hope it comes to pass. You know, not necessarily him, but but you know, some good signings um, coming down the you know coming down the road here this summer. But but I'm not going to believe any of it until I see that player in a Liverpool jersey. Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a tad predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa, he does Anfield Index. He presents a tad predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's not even that. It's just the whole concept. There was a lot of chat around um, there being something a bit more solid coming yes. up with yes. regard to FSG um, and investment. Yeah, but I just, I feel like we've been hearing all of that for so long that exactly. I just, and, and I'm not saying that it isn't sincere this time. It very well might be, but I just have reached the point of, what's the word I'm looking for? Um skepticism that I just don't believe it until I see it. Carl, when you ponder the, the, the whole scenario at the moment, um, uh, where, where's, where's, where's your brain at with, with everything? Uh, the, 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 the chunk of games that are left, do you, do you foresee any, um, uh, any fun to be taken from them? I know you'll probably get, like unlike myself and Lisa Marie, you'll, you'll probably get to a couple of them. Well, I was um, going to say that, that that's my plus point. Um, I that's the joy, yeah. right? The, yeah, yeah, you get to go. I get to, I get to see Liverpool on Sunday, and I haven't been since the seven nil. Um, so it's um, well, mostly because we haven't played. Um, so you know, I, I haven't been to that match since that match, and that's the thing that um keeps me going. Really, I don't really see. Uh, to preempt your question, I, I don't really see that a, a big massive march towards fourth because they're knackered. They're just knackered and they can't wait to get off the pitch. The second half attitudes at City was atrocious. It really, and, and I'm, I'm bringing Chamberlain into that as well for a man who's, who's barely played. The others are running around the pitch like maniacs because City are incredibly good. But Chamberlain for the second and third goal, he's walking back while he's letting City lads run behind them and they don't want to know. They just want the season to end. Um, and it's the end for some of them, as I said on Twitter. It's time for you lads to write your books now. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to crush them and do that. You know, oh, they're a disgrace to the show and everything because they've given absolutely everything they can. And I don't see that as a um, except a mediocrity or anything like that. That they've just given absolutely everything and they can barely walk. Well, what do you think about this? What do you think about this concept, Carl? Because I don't think it's being said enough. I, I said it. Um, I said it on on a raw there recently, and then I heard one of the lads. I think it could be. I'm not sure. It was one of the guys on 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 um 
on Under Pressure say, uh, echoing pretty much the same sentiment. And it's this. Can you get your head around psychologically how difficult it must be to have put in such um, monumental effort uh, at such a high level, um, at possibly reaching levels of attainment n- never ever achieved Literally by never lived on before. That's how close we got last year. Yeah. Yes, but but consistently getting points told that uh, are, are greater than the greatest Liverpool teams. And losing and to keep to keep coming up with empty hands on such a regular basis to lose two Champions League finals to be pipped by a point into two, uh, two Premier League titles. Yeah. Uh, this this must be absolutely heartbreaking. And my take is that it's probably not as much physical as people are saying uh, that, uh, you know, you're leaning into their knackered, but it just seems to be across the squad. This sort of like, I think they're damaged goods is not wrong phrase, but I think they're just, I I think they're psychologically shattered because these are, these are, these are winners, right? And they haven't been able to win through a combination of absolutely outrageous, uh, stacked odds against them, and you know, the, 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 I guess some bad luck. I mean, it, it that's the burden, really, Carl, isn't it? That's what you Under can pressure. see. You guys have, the constant pressure, and then to have nothing at the end of it except the handful of of, of medals that they do have, and it's not to denigrate that amount. But I'm very, very much on the record to say they should have so many more. They deserve so many more. And it's just, I guess that must be a pretty hefty thing to carry around. You probably just reach a point of mental exhaustion too, right? Yeah, and also, this is a huge thing which I don't think many people will certainly don't bring up too often, is at Liverpool Football Club in this side against that opposition, you, you can't draw. Other football clubs get to draw games. We don't. A draw is a defeat because a draw is automatically two points towards Man City because they're that good. Um, and after a while, you can't keep up with that. You just can't do it. To win the league, we had to win our first 20. Well, unbeaten forever was our first 29 games or something like that, winning 28 of them or, or something like that. You can't. You literally can't do it. And you can't keep it up. And something's got to give. And there'll be people here saying, yes, that's why we need investments. And they're absolutely right. I just don't like the way that, that argument is framed. But you can't have the same lads. Mo, Mo Salah hasn't sat down <laughs> for, for about twelve years, you know. And you, and you're right to say it is a it is a mental thing as well. Um, so so I'm hoping that for the last X amount of games, the ten games or something like that, it, it just treat them as games to play rather than you know. If we don't get top four, we don't deserve top four. We're not good enough for top four because we're not putting the effort in because we can't put the effort in. Um, the, the club, the, the owners and the club haven't helped us in the slightest because, you know, if you get a few young lads in there, I mean, the whole Arthur thing and, you know, and, and Naby and Curtis has come back, but, you know, there's been a, there's been a bit of story there as well. But they're, they're, I, the, the, the enjoyment I'm going to get is for the next 10 games, it's, it's football without pressure and I'm just going to enjoy watching football without pressure. Um, and, and we're dire we're absolutely dire the, the saddest thing about this week I think is that Chelsea was one of the worst games of football I've ever seen but it wasn't the worst even of that week that's how bad it's been <laughs> so you know um, and, and I, I, I get mocked for this all the time but this isn't this is this is not a crisis if you live through 1994 this is not a crisis 
you know, we've had the good parts. This is just the downward bit from that. And if we go up to where we've been in the, and have to come down again, then I'll I'll tell. It, it's I wrote about. It, I said that I used the old Dolly Parton line this week. You know, rainbow in the rain. I'm sorry, but if if you want the rainbow, you've got to take the rain too. And I think this is it. I think I think he starts again. I trust the manager to start again. Um, it doesn't often need a lot of help from the club in general because the club have really been found out this year. And uh, but it's football. You know, it's, it's, it's as Ancelotti said, it's the um, it's the most important of things that don't that, that don't matter in the world. So. You gotta take your pleasures from that, really. Yeah, I, I I love the idea of 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 whatever is nine games with no pressure because the the chance of fourth now is is, is a pipe dream, uh, and it would be nice to think that they could just we might get to see some 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 fun things again um, on the pitch. I, the I, formation, I you know. Um, yeah. I, 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 I love, I love what Mike Kearney said uh, for the second half against Chelsea. Why don't they put Keller on Keller Keller hat on up front um, just to get into um, <laughs> the keeper's head? That was I awesome. That, that was fantastic. Yeah, stick him <laughs> on up front. Kepa's not going to like that very much. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the kind of that's the kind of fun we 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 all uh, jointly deserve at this point. Um, whether we get or not. I, I I wouldn't be as as optimistic that we will actually get that pressure free free football. Um, just beat Leeds. I, 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 <laughs> just do yeah, that. Yeah, just, beat just do that. I do I do agree though. Well, you see, there's the thing. Chelsea and City are the two I hate the most, and 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 to have those two performances back to back, it's like oh, it's, it's spare crushing. But I do think though that whatever the malaise is, mental or otherwise. I, I don't think it goes away, and I don't think it goes away unless there's a huge, huge squad upheaval. And again, like you, I wouldn't be hugely um, optimistic that he'll get that help to do exactly that. And um, that's, I think, why most people are a little bit just flat about the whole thing. Um, but if you did have to pick out something that you think is hopeful, um I, I, I think this is a tougher one, and I, I will hold my hands up here now and say that for me, I think I might be making it up a little bit because I look at where the manager's head's at and the th- some of the things he's saying. I look at some of the things we're seeing on the on the park and looking at the results. I my only hope is based on something that has zero track record, which is to say, my only hope is that there is massive investment of funds from the owners and, and Lisa Marie to bring you in here on this. I know you've already kind of touched on this. It does. That's really where, where you where it leaves you a little bit in limbo, doesn't it? Because you can't. No, there's nothing to enjoy now, uh, especially like you go to the game. You can be with people. It's a wonderful experience. If you can't go to the game, and you know you, you're making changes in your life, like you do, you have to make uh, like so many fans who aren't in in the in the time zone. They've got to make these massive sacrifices in terms of things that getting up early or staying up late, or depending on where you are in the world. Uh, and. It, it it really isn't worth it at the moment. It's the trade off is not there. There's no there's none of that joy that we always talk about. Um, but if you were to throw a a, a sneaky ten dollar bet on it, would you be inclined to think that maybe this investment will come? That it's it's it, it can't not come. 
Is that to me or to Carl? That's to you, Lisa Maria. Okay. You know, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm of two minds here. It, it's got to. It, it, we've, it, there's got to be some sort of investment. There's just, there's no, I don't want to say there's no way forward, but the path forward is, is much, much harder if there isn't. Um, if, you know, if not nearly impossible. But again, you know, what I'm saying doesn't match what's happened, you know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? In recent past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, oh, this they've got to invest. They've got to invest. Well, yeah, but recent history has shown, yeah, even if they need to invest, that they haven't invested for, for whatever reason. And yeah, but you've I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe you would like to think that what what we're seeing happen, you know, is a wake up call for FSG or as well as Klopp to to see that you have got to be reinvesting in the squad consistently in order to maintain the levels that you want, you know, and I'm not saying bring in a big, big name player every year, but if you're, you know, bringing in people to support, you know, the first team so that, you know, Mo Salah isn't having to play 60 games a season or, or whatever, then, you know, that's going to allow those players to be sustainable for, for a much longer period of time. So it, I mean, it, it just needs to happen, but I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not placing any bets and I'm not crossing my fingers or holding my breath because I'd likely turn blue and die. So we'll just have to see (laughs) who is this, who is talking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't even recognize myself. Anyway, <laughs> we we are witnessing a, a a a personality collapse here over the last couple of weeks. It's uh, it's tragic. <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing that brings much much joy in the footballing world. Go on, Everton. Yeah, okay. Let's leave well, it to go. this then. <laughs> what specifically is are, are you chuckling at lately? Uh, Everton. <laughs> the, the whole thing. The league table, the um they did very well actually against Tottenham, I've got to say that as well. And I'd I'd also include that to um to expand that to, to Chelsea bringing back Frank Lampard. Um, oh, that did make my day. That did make just, my day. I will say that. Thing. It's, it's like it's someone said on Twitter, it's like us bringing back Rodgers now. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking it's a step forward. But they they are at the bottom five at Everton, which is, um, I know they're only, they're only about a goal difference away from it, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Lampard thing is just genuinely extraordinary. I mean, why would you sack someone for not being good enough and then bring them back again? Strange days. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't know if I, if, if I can get as much crack out of the Schadenfreude, but you know, when we're, when, when things are so crappy at our end, but I will say it is constantly fun to see some of the less likable characters in, in, in football sort of struggling. It's it's lovely to see that 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 thing with Richarlison and Conte was was a real highlight for me. I have to yeah. say, I really really enjoyed that, and and I can't help but think that some of the nonsense that's being spoken about Lampard now going back to Chelsea for uh, 
it, it is really comical. I, 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 when you look at the obnoxious amount of money that has been spent on the new newish owner's watch and the entire lack of success that's gone with it. I mean, that is now that's a crisis. And yet nobody thinks it's a crisis, really, because they have such a squad of talented young footballers that if they can make the right appointment, you'd like to think it would work out. Um it should work out. There should be someone who can take the vast resources of that club in terms of that wonderful squad that they have and do something with it. Um, it's a bit weird that they haven't been able to do that uh, this year so far. But, you know, if if Frank Lampard is the answer and you're asking the wrong question, surely. I mean, well, there's already talk of them trying to sell Sterling because they can't fit him into the squad. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, was their, he was their big sign. You can't help but think there's going to be quite a few of those that they'll just have to hold their hands up and go, okay, we either got this wrong or um, we need, now this manager's here, we're going to have to give this guy some say in who comes in and who goes out and therefore we're going to have to buy some more players. So obviously some people will have to go. You can't help but think there might be a, a real opportunity to snap up a couple of half decent footballers there. And that's the thing I, I'm just going to throw out there to you. When you do look around the league, obviously we're being linked with Mason Mount. When you do look around the league, is there anybody you think, oh, I'd love to see him in a red shirt. Anybody that you think might be gettable, that you think, oh, that would be a wonderful addition. I'll take him. I'll take Mason Mount. I think he's yeah, Mason Mount for certain. I don't know that he necessarily fits the way that we currently play, but well, we don't play. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, good point. Yeah, um, yeah, in- <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> point for you Carl um but but, you know but no I think he is you know we we talk from time to time about not just the skill set of our players but the we'll say personalities of or people skills of our players and I think you know Mason Mount seems to profile that way for us as well that he's just the type of lad that that we would have in the squad now I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, Mac boxes and games consoles. 
Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the interesting thing. Uh, uh, I, I, to give you some insight into um, the lunacy of Twitter, uh, today um, I saw someone, I, there was a tweet put out yesterday about... Um, Oh, this is the James the Madison. Lad. Madison, right? So about Madison and it could have been Dave. I can't remember who it was. And I responded, said, oh, yeah, um, I don't think that lad passes the dickhead test, which is kind of, you know, the the, yeah. the unwritten rule about what you're talking about. Yes. It seems to be generally a collection of good lads. Um, and that seems to be an important part of Klopp's assessment process, whether you think whether you rate that or not, that seems to be a, he, he always talks about the person and the type of guy that that, that has signed. He's a, he's a good person. He always says that. Um, mm-hmm. So it seems to be an important thing for him. Um, and this is just based on my my my. I don't know uh, James Madison. Maybe he's a lovely chap, but just a few of the things I heard, a couple of things I've seen, I wasn't sure. And so I said, yeah, I don't think he passes the dickhead test. And some lad has just responded. <laughs> Similar to yourself, so. And I was like, well. (laughs) Well, now. (laughs) Who's this fucker? And how dare he? Uh, So that's quite interesting. I mean, they they all come out of the woodwork. I just checked. The last following me. Maybe maybe he's, uh, maybe. Hey, what are you saying? (laughs) You're getting a. I'm going to talk about my students. Just kidding. I love you, Trev. Uh, Is that happening? Well, as, as. it could be a fucking hat thing, Carl. He yeah. could be. Yeah. I mean, is he in your? He's potentially in your employ. This is my theory. Would you follow uh, me? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He follows me. Like I'm. So what is the story here? But like anyway, fair play. Fair play. I've had I've had quite a few random um, oddballs taking pops recently. I've noticed. I don't know. I, whether I don't it's know just, you reply. Thanks for the follow. They love that. <laughs> actually i might try I, I, you know i should try that one that's good um yeah so look i i don't know i'm 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 looking around myself and i'm thinking who's gettable who might be gettable and um there are that many rumors um that i love the idea of us maybe getting that Caldwell kid I, I i read something about this months ago and thought yeah that would be a good fit because I do think we need something there at centre half, just the way things are going in that direction as well. Um, obviously, I think we need about seventeen midfielders, but the, you can't the help but an interesting see. one, I think, as well. Taylor, Taylor, Arsenal. I know they've been talking about that for about five years, but Yuri Taylor, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At, at Leicester. He's a, he's a really good technical player, but yeah. I. He probably I mean, just doesn't have the legs. I might, I might be totally wrong, but he might be knocking on a bit. I'm not sure. I, I think he is around. I think he is getting close to thirty. But and also, I don't think he just just doesn't seem to have the legs for it for a, for a club team. But I think we might actually ha- find ourselves doing a show here maybe soon, where we just actually do put together a list of the people that you've heard, the stories that you've read, and who you actually would like, because that's going to be the. Sorry, he's only twenty five. Just check. Really? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. I, I thought he was more like 28. I, well, yeah, um, I thought he was at least a couple of years older than that. Well, here's, here's a question for you both. It's not going to happen. Go so I'm not going to go mad about it, but Angolo Kante. 
Uh, I mean, I love that lad, but look at look how good he was against us. I mean, yeah. he's he's just he's he's so good. He's such a good footballer. But yeah, he, I don't know. Yeah, he, he, he plays three games a year these days. And Two of them are against Liverpool. Always. All <laughs> has, he played, has he played for three different managers in his last three games? So I read oh, the other that's one. right. Yeah, that's a fantastic stat. Yeah, that, uh, the 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 dude in commentary said that the last eight, last three games oh, were for oh, three different that's managers. That's interesting. So that's yeah. Well, it's also yeah. It's a shame. It's also shows you what that is. Yeah, he is very good. Yeah, very very good. But yeah, I think we do not need any more injury prone players in their thirties. God no. Oh, is God, he really? No. I, yeah. I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah, well, what we we do definitely do need, to, uh, and I, I think we might do uh, next week, the week or the week after, we'll we'll put together uh, our list of um, bomb-proof twenty-two-year-olds that we'd like Liverpool to sign <laughs> or first team ready, and see uh, see see if we can come to any agreement on that. Because, like I say, that's going to be that's all there is left to talk about really, and whether or not any of this money that FSG are currently supposed to be lining up will actually go to funds, or if they go and spend it all on their new basketball franchise that they want um it does feel a little bit unless you're kind of um totally head in the sand that the liverpool end of things has been deprioritized when it comes to investment so that's going to be a very interesting thing to watch uh, and we'll move it away then from the footy for the last few minutes here uh, and i want to give you an opportunity to just if you have any specific thing you want to finish with, we usually at this point say, have you got any recommendations, anything you've read or seen or listened to, good album, good book, good movie? Um, and we'll finish with that. So, Carl, what about yourself culturally lately? What have you been What have you been enjoying? Anything uh, that you've seen or heard or read? There's a lad called Michael on Twitter, and he messaged me about 18 months ago to say, um, you like P.G. Woodhouse, don't you? There's a book called um, uh, A Gentleman in Moscow um, by, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Amor Fowles, I think his name is. Um, and that okay. lad's no longer on Twitter. And he messaged me a while ago and said, like, have you read this? And I said, it's three books away from where I am now. But the book I'm reading is quite long. So um, but I'm gonna, he's disappeared. So I don't know if he, if he follows me because of this. Um, but if he does, thank you. What a book that is. It's a fantastic read. A Gentleman in Moscow. And it's basically just about um, a Russian nobleman who gets sort of placed under house arrest in a, in a hotel and he ends up living there for 30 years. And it's just, it, it's very sort of Diary of a Nobody in many ways, which is another book I absolutely love. And um, yeah, so if, yeah. if you're listening to me, if you know me because of this podcast, then thank you, sir. That's amazing, that book. I loved it. Love that. That's a nice one. I, I, I actually, I think I've, I have read a small amount, um, and it was, it was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, so I, I might, I might give that a look myself. Actually, um, Lisa Marie, what about yourself? Anything? I know you've been incredibly busy, but obviously there's a little bit of downtime. Have you been listening to any classic rock in the car, for example? <laughs> <laughs> no, because most of the time when I'm in the car, Mary Kristen's with me. And so we listen to Taylor Swift. But anyway. Wow. Okay. Um, of course you do. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> she's a Swifty. No, I'll tell you a, t- a TV series I highly recommend. Oh. Um, it's on Apple TV. 
And it's the same or some of the same folks that did Ted Lasso. And it's called Shrinking. And it is hysterical. And here is where it is just this lovely surprise. Harrison Ford is in it. And he is hilarious. He is, which you don't normally think of Harrison Ford and, and funny per se, but that dry sort of wit that he's always had over the years in interviews. I mean, it just carries into this character and, um, his character is, well, they're, they're, a it's based around this practice of, um, you know, therapists, psychiatrists. And so he is like the elder, you know, um, therapist in the, and he's actually, he's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. So it's a little bit of his dealing with that. And, and it's just all these things, but I highly, highly recommend it. It's Jason Siegel and um, Harrison Ford and, you know, and some others, but it's some of the same writers that did Ted Lasso. I mean, Brett Goldstein, you know, who's Roy Kent um, in uh, Ted Lasso. He's one of the writers on it and creators. And it's, it's just very much recommend. It's great. Excellent. I had never heard of it, so that's good. I had heard about something else with Harrison Ford. It's kind of a Western thing. Is it called? Oh, is, is he it? in? Um, he's in one of the Yellowstone spinoffs, I think. I think he's Yellowstone. Yeah. Yes, which I haven't seen. Yes, My that, husband has, but yeah. I, I have both of those lined up, Yellowstone and whatever that spin-off one is. I've been told they're both excellent. Um, yeah, I, I, I've had a lot of disappointing TV lately. Um, nothing really that I saw that really grabbed me, seeing a lot of shite movies. J- just really disappointing stuff. Uh, Netflix is so full of dross, it's unbelievable. I, I had I'd been on a great run of of uh, French and German and Polish stuff that was really excellent, but lately I haven't seen anything. So I've I've given up and I've gone to back to um, listen to audiobooks all the time, audiobooks and podcasts. I literally have headphones on all day. Uh, the last week when I've been able to be at, be out in my garden, that's basically what I do. I'm voraciously consuming audiobooks at a rate of knots. And I have at least two fantastic recommendations. If you are into uh, the short story by Kevin Barry that I uh, read on the great stories, that was uh, Fjord of Killery. His novel City of Bohan is bloody fantastic eight and a half hours i just listened to toast on toast carl you'll have appreciated oh, i've not read that i'm gonna keep meaning to buy the book i'm, I'm, I'm don't don't, but don't li- 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 listen to it it's i know that's, bloody that's it's like the partridge book in a year it's better to listen to it it's outrageously good it's outrageously good if i let me just see if i can this to take part were a veritable who's who of British sport, politics and entertainment. There was Valerie Singleton, Des Lynham, Virginia Wade, Lord Holsham, George Best, Johnny Lydon, Vivian Westwood, Eddie the Eagle Edwards and Melvin Bragg were all approached but either declined or were unavailable. <laughs> this, unavailable. He, he, he does this <laughs> list of names. There's more to come here. However, Toya Wilcox, Barry McGuigan, Christopher Reeve, Steve Cram, <laughs> Tessa Sanderson, Sarah Hardcastle, John Cleese, Captain Beefheart, Nicholas Lindhurst, Dame Tiddy Takanaware, Duncan Goodhue, Debbie Flintoff, Jerry Adams, Cliff Richard, Emmeline Hughes, Jenny Agata, 
Kevin Klein, Jackie Stewart, Peter Blake, Walter Payton, Virginia Leng, Sunhil Gavanke, Anthony Andrews, Tom Jones, <laughs> Sheena Easton, Mark E. Smith, Judy Simpson, Annika Rice, Fiona Fullerton, Gary Lineker, <laughs> Ben Dover, George Lazenby, Michael Palin, Nigel Mansell, John Travolta, Margot Kidder, Steve Podlosky, Tamara McKinney, Meat Loaf, Pamela Stevenson, Brian Cooper, Mel Smith, Jane Seymour, Krista Burr, Viv Richards, Keith Richards, Gail Greenhow, Michael Brandon, Ben Cross, and Steve Cawthon agreed to take part. <laughs> I particularly enjoyed Fiona Fullerton. Oh my God. And the best thing about it is, I think you have to be our age to even know who half of those fuckers are. And it's just, it's well, wonderful. Well, speaking it's, of this, um, I, again, I'm going to talk about the Social Distance Sports Boss, my favorite podcast. And they, one of the clips they had is someone's on Twitter. Sorry, at least for me, this is going to mean nothing to you at all. But um, they've knitted together all the shout outs that Silla Black did at the end of Surprise, Surprise. Okay. Names. I'm going to send you the tweet. I'm going to find it and send you the tweet. And it's just, just here to repeating Bob Carroll, geez, Keith Jaguin. And, you know, just so many. It's, it's like that. But you can't believe they got on the show. And, and Tessa Sanderson. And it's a sports podcast. So they said Tessa Sanderson. So we're that sport taken care of. I'm going to find it and send you the tweet now. Tremendous. Tremendous. We'll wrap it up at that for today. <laughs> it's just I don't know. I don't know. It's, he just he, he just tickles tickles the funny bone for me, I have to say. We will wrap it up at that for today. Uh thanks very much to Lisa Marie and thanks to Carl. Enjoyable oh, chat. And this has been episode three hundred and sixty one of the Anfield Index podcast. We never said it at the beginning. We didn't say it at the beginning. In fact, I, in fact, I, I, I totally uh, riffed on on the opening and the outro. <laughs> but to keep a promise that oh. I had made uh, to you last time out, I wondered if we you will were say remember. we will say thanks to Lisa Marie, thanks to Carl. I'll remind you that I've been Trev, and be kind to your fellow Reds and stay safe out there. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.